Have you ever walked in your doctor's office, went to the ultrasound and found out you had a cyst and you thought, okay, no big deal. And then they tell you, unfortunately, you're not going to be able to do treatment today. And you think, what the heck? Why not? Well, like most patients, you probably didn't get a very good answer. And today, I'm going to talk about that. I'm Dr. Mark Amos, and this is Taco About Fertility Tuesday. I spoke about on the prior episode that it's really frustrating when you're ready to do treatment and then something like a cyst comes around and you're not allowed to do treatment. And what's even more frustrating is most of the time you're not told why you can't get treatment. You're just told, oh, you have a cyst, you can't. And what I can tell you is they're not wrong. And that's not my point here. I'm not going to say that your doctor's wrong and you should be able to do treatment. But what I am going to tell you is the reason why and why in some situations you can still do treatment even when there's a cyst. So we talked about in the prior episode that there are what are called physiological cysts and pathological cysts. Physiological cysts are cysts that are created from physiology when you make a follicle or when you end up ovulating and creating corpus luteum. And the thing about cysts are, the physiological ones are, they go away on their own. But what's also interesting about them is that when you give them hormones, they can grow or produce other hormones. Whereas pathological cysts usually don't react so much to hormones. Now, I'm not saying things like endometriomas can't get bigger with estrogen, but in general, they don't produce hormones and they usually don't react to hormones. And so if you have what we call a persistent cyst, which would be like a dermoid cyst or something that is not going to be reacting to hormones, you can usually start with those cysts. Because one, they're not going to go away, so there's nothing to wait for, and they're probably not going to cause any issues. But if you have a physiological cyst, such as a follicle that never went away or corpus luteum, it can sometimes grow when you give medications. And so one of the first reasons why you don't want to start treatment when you have one of these cysts is because if it is hormone producing and it grows with the treatment, it could eventually grow so large that it can become a problem and take months to go away, but it can also twist on itself. And if it twists on itself, you can lose the blood supply to your ovary and even lose your ovary. Now, I don't want to startle you. The chances of your ovary undergoing ovarian torsion is pretty low. It's about 1% or less. So it's not a very common thing. But there are other issues as well. When you have a cyst and you're doing something like an artificial insemination, you're probably using a med called Clomid or a med called Femara. And with Clomid and Femara, those medications rely on either dropping your estrogen level or making your brain think there is no estrogen. But in both those situations, if you have a cyst producing estrogen, then basically it's going to negate the benefit of the Clomid or the Femara and make them not work, which means you're going to get a poor response to the medications because you have that cyst. This is why we tend to check hormones when we see cyst to find out if it's producing hormones. If it is not, then we feel comfortable treating. And we understand that people may have been waiting to do treatment, so we give them a choice and say, listen, the cyst isn't producing hormones. You can start if you want. It may not be perfect, but it's not unreasonable. But when it's producing hormones, it really just doesn't make sense because you're going to have to use more medication 
such as injectable only, to get those follicles to grow. And then the other issue is, what if that then grows, meaning the cyst, now it twists on itself, now you're in the ER, which no one likes going to the ER, and now you potentially lose your ovary, when all we had to do was wait a month. I say that not being sympathetic to the fact that I understand you want to start treatment, but really it's one month that can potentially save you losing your ovary or spending thousands of medications just to push things forward. So what about IVF? Can you do it with IVF? Well, it's kind of the same principle here, but a little bit different. Now that you're taking injectables, it's going to grow regardless. So unlike with the Femara and the Clomid, unless your doctor's using one of those in your IVF cycle, it's not going to affect those medications. But the issue that comes up is, because it's producing hormones, it could lead to you having to start something like Ganarelix or Cetratide a little bit earlier. And that will cause more cost and potentially more suppression because you're starting that Ganarelix or Cetratide before your other follicles even get to a larger size. Follicles don't become gonadotropin independent, meaning not needing hormones to grow until they're around 14, 15 millimeters. So if you're starting Ganarelix too soon, you could potentially suppress some of those really tiny follicles and slow down their growth. The other issue is that cysts can get in the way. When you're going to retrieve the eggs, the cyst can be in the way of the needle and it's going to be hard to retrieve the egg from the ovary. I had a recent case where the cyst was so large that it was very difficult to even get the follicles from that ovary. One, because of the visualization, barely being able to see the cyst because it got squished all the way to the outside of the ovary. But two, because the needle can't go around the cyst and going through the cyst can increase their chances of getting an infection. Now, does this mean that a doctor is bad because they let you do treatment with a cyst? No. As I always say, you got to talk to your doctor. There is always different situations. We like to compare ourselves and we like to simplify things. But in reality, this is just a generalization explaining why cysts interfere when we're dealing with treatment. I myself have treated many patients with cysts, maybe because they are moving and they have to go through right now or they have other issues that require them to go through right away. In those situations, I let them know and I still go ahead. In the end, it's a decision between you, your doctor, and what's best for you. However, next time, if this ever happens to you, at least you're going to go, okay, I understand, and not be wondering, why is this doctor not letting me go through? Do they have a golf game to go to right now? Hopefully this was helpful to some of you who have had this happen or maybe it may happen to you in the future and just wondered, yeah, why? Why can't I do this? As I always say, if you like this podcast, please tell people about us. Please give us a review on your favorite podcast medium. And until next week, this is Taco Bell Fertility Tuesdays.